In today's episode, we talk about machine training versus body weight and dumbbells, which one is best for you, and skinny versus fat mirrors. This is important, guys. You need to listen. How do you stay healthy when living overseas with all the temptations of new culture, food, friends, and the trials and tribulations of being somewhere unfamiliar? Expat Fit Life will give you the answers, along with a few good dad jokes from my sidekick. We have helped our fitness community around the world lose over 70,000 pounds, and we are here to share that knowledge with you. My name is Kara Watsky, and welcome to Expat Fit Life. Here we go. Are you ready, Kriggy? I certainly am. Coffee in hand? I do, and I hope your coffee is better this week. It is. Thank you very much. Yay! You bought the right milk. Who's a good girl? Me, yes. I definitely took a good look at the uh, packaging this time. So it's got hazelnut, not walnut. No, it has walnut, (laughs) not hazelnut. Well, whatever it has, it's better. It's much better. (laughs) Thank you. So what are we going to talk about today? We have quite a few things, awesome things on the agenda. We're going to hit on... Machines versus dumbbell and body weight training at the gym. And we're also going to talk about skinny and fat mirrors. Oh, very exciting. It is exciting. But first, I actually kind of want to talk about our podcasting time. How we found this perfect time in China. From 12 to 2, everybody either goes to lunch or sleeps. Or eats lunch really fast and then sleeps. So there's a two-hour period where it's totally quiet. means the construction around us stops. Uh, everything is just kind of calm. If we hear something, construction, it's very, very light. And we have noticed, like the last couple times we podcast, this little above us. And we keep, we're like, go to sleep. You should be sleeping. Why are you doing this? And like, it's happened, what, three times? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And it was just today that we started, we were starting at 12, it's uh, 1 now, because it was going, I was like, what kind of construction makes that noise? Like, just like this constant thumping, kind of like a, what was it? I thought it might have been a child with a super big Lego that they were banging together or something. Yeah, it was kind of (laughs) just like super random. And then you said, which you didn't clue into what that meant, but you said... Well, what they do in China is they like to get a piece of meat uh, for their dinners and then they chop it up very small into mince because you can't really buy mince meat here per se. You can get it in the international stores and stuff. But So, yes, we realised that they They're were making... upstairs <laughs> making lunch with a cleaver on the wooden <laughs> chopping board and just this constant... So yeah. I think they've made their lunch now. They're probably nice and full and sleeping. So we're it's ready time to go. To podcast. So we're going to talk very quickly. <laughs> very quickly to make sure we do it really fast before they wake up. So here we are. Yes. So we found our perfect time. It is only an hour. Uh, we probably won't talk your ear off for an hour, but there are some awesome things that we want to touch on. Now, I want to talk about the skinny versus fat mirrors. Have you ever heard this before? I'm sure, I'm sure everyone knows about... You know, like you go into... Oh my gosh, I'm not going to name any stores, but there's some stores when you go shopping in and you go into the change room and the lighting's horrible and the mirror looks horrible and you look horrible because of it. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So we've moved into our new house and we've got the mirrors from the kids' room 
and our room, you know, like in their different places and different lighting of the house. And before we get ready to go out, uh, we noticed that this one mirror down the, the spare room, which we have actually realized is actually a garage. Our spare room is a garage. We have piles of boxes and a bike and bike pumps and lots of things that you would find in a garage. <laughs> Thankfully not a car because that would be very weird. Yeah, no, our mini cars are out here. That's next right, to the TV. yes. Our, our Porsche Lamborghini and Maserati. My Maserati that I got for my birthday. <laughs> was that your favorite present? It was. Are we veering? Uh, a little bit, yes. As so usual. go back to the mirrors. So I think I had walked past the mirror and to the room and gone, oh, oh my gosh, like I look like really good. Like I look great in this mirror. And then I went into the bathroom mirror and was like, oh, I look horrible in this mirror. What's going on? I was like, oh, I need to go back to the skinny mirror. And I was like, went back to the skinny mirror and I was like, oh my gosh, okay, all right, I look good, I look good. And then I think we did this a couple times, right? And by the way, I'm just gonna give a quick disclaimer here. If you're thinking, Kara, you're a coach, you're crazy, you have a great body, well, thank you. But we all have our things that we were like, oh, you know, probably should lose here or look here or whatever. Mostly I'm very, very happy with my body. But when you go from one mirror to another mirror and they're showing you two very different looks, it's, you know, it can play with your mind a bit, right? Hmm. So what was it that triggered you? Christy had this revelation and she's brilliant, like in so many ways, but this is brilliant. So my revelation was, because our mirror that we were actually looking into is in the bathroom and, you know, you stand there and you look at it and then you turn to the other side and then you can see this big long mirror that shows you looking very skinny. And I was like, why do we always think that the mirrors that make us look fat are the normal mirrors and the mirrors that make us look skinny are the skinny ones and we don't actually look like that? So I said, instead of when we go out, we should actually reverse our, our mindset and think, you know, just assume that the skinny mirror is the mirror that makes, it, it makes us look normal. Boom. And the fat mirror is the one that adds the pounds and that's not the normal mirror. Instead of always, yeah, you always think that, oh, this mirror, I, look, I don't look great and it's a normal mirror and it must be real. But, oh, wow, look at that skinny mirror. That, you know, shows me looking lighter and slimmer and thinner, so that mustn't be real. So, yeah, it's a real... It's crazy. Interesting. It's crazy yeah. how we, we look at that mirror that makes us look worse, maybe, right? And that assume that that's the truth. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, gosh, I mean, how, how long have we all been looking in mirrors? And I want to see a, you raise your hand if you agree, guys. Okay, it's a podcast. I can't... Usually I'm on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Write in if you agree with this, that you look at the mirrors and you assume the quote-unquote fat mirror is the truth. And when you see a skinny mirror, you are like, oh, wow, this mirror makes me look so good. No, 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 no. That's how you look. That's your, let's go with that's how we look. That's the truth mirror, the good mirror. Choose the mirror you love. There we go. And now before I go out, I... Look in the the normal mirror, i.e. the skinny mirror or the the one that, you know, is the truth. And um, I always feel great. So, yeah, it's a real mindset shift. It's quite, quite amazing. Absolutely. And I think it's a super important mindset shift that everyone should make. 
Now, I do want to go back to asking if you've ever felt this way looking in mirrors, can you comment and let us know? I want to touch base with you and let's look at that and like switch it so you have that good mindset when you're looking in the mirrors. Screw the fat mirrors. <laughs> Screw the mirrors that you think make you look big or bad or whatever. Let's get the good mirrors and let's feel good about ourselves. This actually brings me to a thought, uh, what you mentioned before about mirrors and lighting in change rooms. And I always get in trouble for not trying on clothes. But being in these you know, change rooms sometimes, it's just, it's just too hard. You look at stuff and you're like... I look horrible. I look so bad. And the amount of times when I have tried on clothes, because you've made me. Um, You're welcome. You <laughs> buy some really nice clothes when you do finally try them on. I know, but I do buy some good stuff that I just hold up against me as well. Yeah, and, but you can't do that. You're not Jerry Seinfeld. You can't just hold it up against your uh, body and assume it's going to fit well. Yeah, so anyway, my point is you have to have a really uh, strong mindset sometimes when you do go to these changing rooms and you you, you know, you come out thinking, you know, I look really bad, but wow, I did really like that piece of clothing and you just have to buy it anyway and just think, I'll try it on at home and I know it will look better. I know it'll look better, you know, when I'm in my own lighting, in my own house and I'll try it on again and it, it usually does. So I think shops have a lot to answer for really. Yeah, but I actually don't understand what they're doing. Okay, so like why would they create lighting that doesn't sit, there's got to be some purpose for it, but I just can't understand it. Like why wouldn't you want your clientele to go into the change room feeling good about themselves? It's very strange the way the lighting is in very many of the stores that we've been in before, not naming any names. Don't cough and say it, Christy, I can see you on the verge. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. Nope. My favorite store has great lighting, though, actually, where I buy my jeans. Don't say the store. No, but then the other store where you buy a lot of stuff doesn't. So, mm. yeah, it's and, you know, that's a fitness kind of store. So <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that's it. So, yeah, it's a very interesting phen no, phenomenon. Phenomenon? Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. <laughs> okay. Phenomenon. So what's, what's our next You were going to sing with me? Nope. Come on. No, we subject our listeners to way too much Phenomenon. <laughs> and we know that I Phenomenon. can't sing, da, even da, though da, da. I pass it on to the girls who have beautiful singing voices. They do. Which they obviously did not get off me. They got so them what, from me, clearly. What are we talking about next? You don't want to just ramble like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you think like our listeners are like, come on, guys. Come on. Refocus. Get it together. Get it together. This reminds me of actually a meeting that we had the other day with our other coach which is really funny because, so Elizabeth is our yoga coach, if you haven't met her yet. She also helps us with business development in K2Fit and a little bit with Expat Fit Life, but mostly our K2Fit and our uh, fitness challenges. And so we have these meetings with her on Zoom right now. And I think a lot of the time she's like trying to rein us and like, you idiots, focus. Like really just, let's try to get through the agenda. But the other day when we were on this Zoom call, it was funny because both Christy and Elizabeth kind of spoke over each other a little bit. And with, you know, being overseas, um, internet, slow connection sometimes, I'm sure you've experienced it as we are in COVID and not able to see our family and friends. We're calling people from all over the world and there's this delay, right? So when you're talking, 
you have to allow for the person speaking to finish, leave a little slight pause for delay, and then respond. Because what happens is that overlay. So Christy and Elizabeth were like talking and they were both like, uh, what, 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 sorry, what, what did you just say? What, uh? And so I said, okay, so one person talk, guys, and then stop, and then we wait, and then the next person talks. What happened, Christy? We both stopped talking and <laughs> sat there for about a good 30 seconds just looking at each other. <laughs> the three of us just staring at each other going... Trying to work out who was going to talk next. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting because I thought about it afterwards. I was like, wow, this may, like, must make people have to learn how to listen to other people. Because you know when you're in like a big group and stuff and you kind of shift and talk over each other and you want to interject and stuff but interjecting is very very difficult on say a podcast sometimes we do it to each other but I'm sure the listeners can't hear exactly what we said because I talk over you because I talk so much just like I'm doing right now Christy just hit me <laughs> move on anyway it was kind of funny so yeah we just stared at each other like uh what do I do now but we're, we're, t- we're actually talking about that zoom or any sort of calling overseas uh has been a huge, huge help during the last year and a half, and and one one of the huge pros about it is that you know people do have to stop, listen, and you didn't and then say talk. collaborate. <laughs> I was almost about to come on. Just say <laughs> didn't you hear my pause? But yeah, stop. it does make people actually stop and listen and have a conversation, and not just talk over each other with the next story and who's better and you know and. It's, it's a good Who are game. you talking to lately who's trying to tell you stories about who's better? Oh, is it me? Is it me? Well, you're the only person I see most of the time. Oh, so. man. I'll try to listen more. Should we move on to fitness? Yes. Sounds good. And this is a good subject, actually. I'm very eager to hear, you know, your knowledge about this. We talked about it a little bit before and said we would focus on it in this next episode. This is all about machines, body weight training, and dumbbells. And I think people often fight over things like which training method is best, Uh, only compound moves are best, only isolated moves are the best. So a compound move is a movement where there's multiple joints and muscles used in that movement. Whereas an isolated move is when only one joint is moving. So it's only focused on one muscle group. So a compound move burns a lot more calories because it's utilizing more muscles in the movement. Whereas, so you can think of like a push-up or a squat or a squat thruster, you know, a bunch of moves that you can do that is utilizing the whole body. A burpee is a compound move, whereas like a bicep curl, for example, so you're just grabbing a dumbbell and doing a bicep curl. You're keeping your arm at your side, elbow tucked into your sides. The only movement is you lifting your arm from your thigh up towards your shoulder. So it's just that one move there. So my thing with compound versus well actually just going back to machines versus dumbbells a lot of people say machines are crap like why use weightlifting machines when you have your body weight and you have your dumbbells and that's all you need or you can also use bands and there's a bunch of tools that you can use as a championship bodybuilder and somebody who's done weight training for a very very long time and a coach of over 20 years I've had 
thousands of people in my programs and not every single person can do a push-up. Like, you've, you've seen them in your classes as well, right? Yeah, and it's, a, it's quite a difficult move, really. Yeah, so if you say that the only movement that somebody who is just starting out in fitness is going to be doing body weight moves, they're quite limited, actually, because of the strength that you need to perform each body weight movement. So then you pull, pull in dumbbells. Dumbbells are amazing. You can do them anywhere, anytime. So a lot of our programs are just dumbbell and body weight focused, which means you have these two types of training that you can use. And with dumbbells, you can do these compound moves or you can do isolated moves. The great thing about dumbbells is that there are so many exercises that you can do, no matter if you're super strong or you're brand new to training. Whereas with body weight moves, you, you really do have to be quite strong in some of the movements. Like I've seen body weight training programs that are, okay, chin up, burpee, squat, push up, and those things are great, but if you're brand new to tra training and I tell you to do a chin up, like there's no way, right? So now we bring it back to dumbbells and you can start with a dumbbell curl and build up the strength of your biceps. You can do a dumbbell row, build up the strength of the back. The other thing about dumbbells is that it's easily, like they're easy to modify according to your strength and your weaknesses. So. If you have a shoulder issue where you can't do a push-up right now, you can do some like shoulder movements with dumbbells that will allow you to get stronger in your shoulders and later be able to support your body weight. Of course, there's ways to build up to a push-up just by doing like a tall plank, like a half push-up, push-up on knees and things like that. But again, going back to there's so many things that you can do with dumbbells to add on or start off from. So I think that when when people thinking about training and they're saying body weight movement is the only way to go, well, there's amazing body weight movements, but it's not the only way to go. And imagine telling someone to do that right from the get-go. Like, okay, great, I want you down and I want you to do 10 push-ups, and they've never done a push-up. Um, that's not gonna go over so well. But if you give them a set of dumbbells, laying down on the ground and doing a dumbbell chest press with two kilos, four kilos, six kilos, depending on their strength and building up, then we're able to build the strength and build the foundation. So that's why I love dumbbells. Dumbbell training is super, super important. There's so many things that you can do with it to build strength, to build up to body weight stuff as well. Now, machines. Machines get crap all the time from so many different Trainers, coaches, uh, you know, just people with their opinions on fitness. I love machines. I think they're great. You can sit down at a machine. It's regulated to your height just by using the, the seat or the handles, and you can make it fit to your body to an extent. Okay, so this is where people are like, no, machines suck because you know, you dumbbells, you're free moving. You can turn your wrists, you can turn your elbows and make sure that you're, you're safe in every move. But if you're, again, either starting out, let's start with the starting out people, the beginners. You've never done a push-up before, but you sit down in a, like a chest press machine and you all you have to do is focus on keeping your bum down, back pressed into the wall, heels on the ground, and you're just gonna push the bar. You push it forward and back, forward and back. 
You don't have to isolate your core because you're maybe not sure how to do it yet. You don't have a strong core. Maybe you've never used dumbbells and you, you know, like your balance is completely off. It's a perfect way to get into weight training and to add variety to your workout. Me, as a championship bodybuilder, uh, machines are super important. Imagine taking out all the machines. So like one of my favorites is the lat pull down. Okay, so the lat pull down, a lot of people would be like, well, you don't need a lat pull down because to build your lat and arm strength, you do chin ups. Okay, so we're back to the body weight moves where a lot of people can't do chin ups right away. So we're gonna sit at a lat pull down. It's a cable machine. There's a nice long bar above your head. You grab onto the bar and you pull that bar down to your chest and that builds up your arm strength and it focus on, focuses on your back and your lats. So it's making you stronger from a machine. From a bodybuilding point of view, I mean, I could do pull-ups all day, but it's not gonna develop my muscles in the same way because you can pull the bar in so many different angles, movements, you can pull it slow, you can pull it fast, you can create different ways of training with the machines at the gym. So when machines get a bad name, or you see like a gym workout, you're like, oh, that's, you know, you should only be doing body weight, or you should only be doing functional training. We gotta think about what are you looking for at the gym? What are you looking for in a workout program? What are your goals? What are your limitations? What do you need modified and what also feels good? Man, pushing heavy weights in a machine feels really good sometimes. You like weight training, don't you, Christy? Yeah, I love it. I was just, yeah, I mean, just thinking about all this information and I love a workout that has body weight, it has dumbbells and it has machines because they're completely different modalities, you know, and you're working completely different ways and you get a completely different Thing out of each workout so but I do wish I could do a push a chin-up I can do a push-up you can up. do a push-up yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do wish I could do a chin-up that's always been my goal but yeah I mean it doesn't I just can't still you're pretty good at chin-ups actually I don't think you give yourself enough credit I know you can't do one fully on your own but doing it with the band so you're locking the band over the bar and under your foot and you're pulling up five of those I know you're not going to full range of motion but this is how you build it up. I think this is, oh man, I've seen so many people get discouraged at trying a chin up because they're like, people have told them, well, you've got to lay, hang down and you've got to pull your whole body up to the bar and that's a chin up. Well, yeah, that's a chin up, but we all got to start somewhere, right? So what I like to do with clients is get them to start at the top of the bar, like so the chin's up over the bar and then hang down as far as they can and pull back up. And most of the time, that's only to 90 degrees. But what's happening here, you may not be getting like full range of motion, but the shoulders are getting stronger, the wrists are getting like your, your extensors and flexors of your forearm are getting stronger to hold your body weight up, and your arms are getting stronger in that 90 degree motion. So even though you're not getting that full extension, and you're just going boop, I like to make noises apparently today, um, but you're you're still training the body to hold your weight. Like, and I'm sorry, Christy, I'm not saying your weight's like heavy. I'm saying everybody's weight's heavy for them. Like gravity pulls us towards the ground, right? So we're like fighting against gravity. Yeah, you gotta pull hard to pull your body weight up. So when you're starting a chin up, like I think that's the perfect way. I've seen coaches tell their clients, 
no, you can't do it, get down. Well, how, how encouraging is that? That's not going to help them get any better, right? So even though you're only going, like, you're going past 90, actually. You're almost, like, I would say a three quarters, like, with your extension. So you're doing five reps, three quarters with a cable, or sorry, with a band. You're doing great. And I'll do three or four sets of that. So I'm, I'm actually pretty proud of that now that you mentioned. Are we going to do the math again? So three to four three, sets. Uh, count, count your toes. 12 down. D10. 12 D10. <laughs> Good job, Kriegy. Yay. Yay. So yeah, I'm, I feel like I went on a little bit of a tangent there, but I get so annoyed when people, you know, put down other ways of training or, or you know, put down people for not being able to do certain things. There's always a way to get stronger at each motion or get the body stronger so it can lead up to uh, an exercise that you want to do. And, you know, most importantly, I mean just working out is great so just doing what you possibly can is you know that that step forward i'm not gonna go into my ted talk but i feel like i, I want to whatever you can do is awesome step forward baby steps do it all and talking about working out we're actually in our first week of the strong challenge and everyone's doing awesomely yeah they're doing very very well it's amazing we have our team captains taking care of uh, their teams and I'm watching every group and everyone's checking in daily. Uh, they did their strong test at the beginning, which is cool to see. Uh, the strong challenge is only body weight and dumbbells movements. So no machines in this one, even though I love them. The point of this one was so everybody around the world uh, could do it. And there's so many places still in lockdown and don't have access to gyms. So we wanted to keep it where it was like, you know what? All you have to do is grab a set of dumbbells. If you don't have dumbbells, grab water bottles and just get through the movements. And everyone's, yeah, doing great. How was your workout today? Yeah, great. And I, I do enjoy the fact that these workouts for the 30-day strong and our shred, we do try and keep them down to 30, you know, 30 minutes a day. So, yeah, it's great. You just, you know, you go in, you grab your dumbbells and you work hard for 30 minutes and it's it's great. I do enjoy that. I mean, I'm the same. I do love gym and uh, using machines, but sometimes it's just good to mix it up. In yeah. fact, it's great to mix it up. All it's the absolutely time. great yeah. to mix it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and sometimes when you go really hard on machines and heavy weight lifting and stuff, it's nice to do more like a hit and circuit style of training. That's a great thing with our different programs in K2Fit is that we mix it up. And I mean, I could go into my philosophy of training, but I feel like we might go over time and we could leave that for next week. What do you think? Uh, that sounds perfect. Don't forget, next week is your philosophy of training. Oh gosh, don't make it sound so smart. It's not, it's oh, not okay. that smart. <laughs> I Actually, like weights. Weights are good. <laughs> Wait, train, and do good stuff. <laughs> no, there is a real science behind why I program the way I do. Uh, it does come from being in the fitness industry for over 20 years now, transforming my body from, you know, I've always been an athlete, but I never had, like, big muscles or anything like that. So when I became a personal trainer, like, it was my goal to see what it took to transform the body on the outside so like you could see every muscle showing so that's my specialty and that's what I've been studying over the last 20 years is how to nourish the body how to train the body and give the best programs for that transformation in k2 fit it's all about 
you know, wellness and health and well-being and like being the, in this amazing community that we call family and just moving forward to reach our goals. But, you know, like we started it because people wanted to hit their aesthetic goals. Now it's become like more uh, well-rounded. At first, remember, we it was a bodybuilding style program. I've created it now tapered it from my bodybuilding experience knowing how to make the body like really sculpted and now put it in a way that everybody can do it not to become bodybuilders to be very clear but for everyone to hit their own goals and so we I just adapted my programs to make sure that people are going to see those aesthetic goals that they need or want to hit not need to hit but also taking care of nutrition, well-being, mindset, and really making sure that people can do this sustainably for life. Because bodybuilding, you really can't do sustainably for life. No. And doing all this in an awesome community that just supports and motivates and encourages. So That's really my favourite part. Mm. I mean, I love my coaching and I know my programs work, but seriously, my favourite part, I, I just love our community so much. Like, it makes me so happy waking up to see people's updates and, you know, yeah, it's just so cool. I just love it. Well, I think this morning when I woke up, I looked at, because we've now got some WhatsApp groups, and, yeah, it was really cool seeing the team called Nomads who, just a team of people who don't know each other, and Gosh, the amount of conversation and and love and support and the comment was, wow, we really are all over from all over the world. They're just from everywhere. Every every country is represented. Yeah, I think one of the one of them was saying like I was telling my friends about my team, the Nomads, and they're like, what? You have a team with people from all over the world? And she's like, yeah, K two Fit, it's cool. You know, like we're we're supporting each other from everywhere, and they are like from all different countries in Europe, uh, US, and I think Australia as well. But what I noticed this morning when I woke up at four thirty, oh my gosh, is it my nap time actually? <laughs> Um, I woke up at 4.30 and I turned on my WhatsApp and opened it and it was 120 messages. And so I was just scrolling through and reading those amazing comments and stuff and trying to catch up. Of course, I can't comment on everyone's uh, uh, status updates or whatever. But like two hours later, one of them uh, private messaged me and was like, Kara, you know, I'm sure maybe you missed it because there were so many messages. But I just wanted to ask you this question about cardio, I think it was. Yeah, it was about cardio, and, and so I like made sure to reach out to her and answer her question, and then she was all set. But I did, it was funny, because I was like, I'm so sorry I missed your, you know, question in the group, but I did wake up at 4.30, pitch black outside, and 120 messages, and she's like, no worries, no worries, coach, I know you're busy. Um, but it, yeah, it was nice to touch base with her and answer her question. And the awesome thing about... WhatsApp, I'm only actually a relatively new user of WhatsApp, and is that the, well, it must be my notification, but the photos save automatically to my Your my photo, photo album. Reel. And so I, I took a photo at the gym and then I'm scrolling through and I'm like, where have I been? I've got like photos of grass, there's a photo of snow, like a house covered in snow, and a photo of a yak. And I'm like, What's happened to my phone? (laughs) 
<laughs> you fool. It's uh, a setting in WhatsApp. Yeah, you then can I realized. I was like, has someone stolen my phone or and have traveled I? traveled the world. <laughs> or have I just taken some really random photos of some very strange stuff? But, yeah, I did soon realize and had a bit of a giggle. You're funny. Yeah, that's probably a setting that you want to turn off. Uh, I think so, for sure. But it was very interesting to see photos from all over the world in different climates. And I miss yaks. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna say I miss snow or, or I, beach I or something. Snow. <laughs> I, I don't even think I've seen a yak. I, I don't know. I wonder if it was a pet yak because I didn't actually read the message. But it, you know, you didn't read the message, Christy. I know. I have to go back and find out whose yak it was. I wonder what its name is. Yaxon. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Yaks and the yak. And this is where people turn off our podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so should we go into what the golden nugget of today is? The golden nugget. Da, da, da. I think I might need to get some proper music for that. Probably. Okay. You need like a yeah, like, <laughs> like a button a, to push or something. Like one of those horns, like <laughs> <laughs> that did not sound like a horn. Yeah, like that the, sounds like the ones that you squeeze the air out of, like the clown horn. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, Expat for Life has been brought to you by two crazy people from Australia and Canada. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're not done yet. What's the golden nugget, Christy? Uh, I think the thing that sticks out to me is obviously the training, but also. Um, well, actually, no, there's two. But the first thing is to really well find a style of training that you like and not to listen to other people whether you should or shouldn't do it. Uh, yes. Can I just jump in there? Uh, yeah, for sure. Don't listen to who says what's right, what's wrong. You have to do and find the best for you. And if you find a very, very, very good coach or coaching program, they will help adapt and modify that for you, whether it's with K2 Fit. Hi, <coughs> K2 Fit's right here. Or another training. That's fine. Just find somebody that adapts to what your body needs. And I guess the other one is definitely... That skinny mirror is not a skinny mirror, it's a normal mirror. So it's a regular mirror. What's a regular mirror? Regular mirror. Ah, okay. That Aussie mumbles is coming back. I know, it is. (laughs) I think we've talked long enough. Do you think so? Yeah. Shouldn't keep them going then? No. All right, guys. I hope you had a great time. Please do rate and review us and share out to your friends. Let us uh, let them in on our K2Fit family and give them a little taste of your amazing coaches and friends here at Expat Fit Life, Coach Christy and Coach Kara. Thank you guys so much and we'll chat to you next week. Bye. See ya.